Welcome to this podcast by Miss Julie. We hope you will enjoy listening to this podcast, and please look for more in the future. Hi, guys, welcome to this week's podcast titled Matters of the Heart Because Hearts Matter. So, in the last podcast that we just did last week, we saw many scriptures about how God sees into our hearts, and He's deeply interested about what's happening in our hearts. We actually watched Him choose a king based entirely on what was in the king's heart. So this week, we're just going to dive a little bit deeper into matters of the heart. So I know I get a lot of questions. Miss Julie, I thought there's only blood in our hearts and it beats to keep our bodies alive. Isn't that right? (laughs) Well, yes, Miss Julie would say, of course you're right. You know, the heart is very, very important for our physical bodies for sure. It definitely keeps us alive, but it also serves another purpose for God as well. And so that's what we're going to dive into this week to learn more about. So Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So what this scripture is saying is God is so sharp, he actually goes between our joints and our bones and the marrow in our bones. He can even separate our thoughts from our intentions, the things we think about to the reasons why we do things. That is how God knows us so well. He's just so sharp. He can get into the deepest parts of our bodies, and yet he still finds it worth checking in on our hearts. Can you imagine why? I mean, what could possibly be in our hearts that God really wants to see so badly, right? Well, Hebrews 3.10 gives us a clue. It says, Therefore, I was provoked with that generation and said they always go astray in their heart. They have not known my ways. So from this passage, it seems that God is searching our hearts for himself. (laughs) He's actually looking to see if we think about him. Do we know him? Do we want to know him? Is he ever thought about? Does our heart want to meet him? Do we want to live in his ways? This is what he's checking for, guys. He wants to be in a relationship so badly with us (laughs) because he just loves us so much. He's constantly searching hearts to see if anybody out there is ready to let him in. And look at what God wants to do with our hearts. In Acts 28, 27, it said, For this people's heart has grown dull, and with their ears they can barely hear, and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see me with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their heart, and turn, and I would heal them. So here we see God actually asking, I would even go so far as to begging us. He's begging us to turn to him for help. He wants us to let him into our hearts so he can heal them. But now we have to wonder, well, heal them from what, Miss Julie? I mean, my heart's fine, (laughs) you know? Well, that's really a great question. And Jesus has some things to say to us about that. So let's look at what Jesus says. In Matthew 15, 17 through 19, it says, don't you see that whatever enters the mouth goes into your stomach and then comes out of the body? 
But things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart, and these are what defile them. For out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, and slander. Now, I know (laughs) it doesn't sound very good, does it, guys? (laughs) That does not sound good at all. We certainly don't want those evil things in our hearts. But it seems from reading this passage that they're there. They are just absolutely naturally there from the time we're born. Have you ever wanted to take something you knew wasn't yours? Have you ever gossiped or talked bad about somebody behind their back? Have you ever lied to avoid getting into trouble? I mean, we've all struggled with these. You know, I don't think there's one person on the face of this earth that can say, yes, I've never done anything wrong. (laughs) You know, of course, we've all had thoughts and behaviors we've done that we knew weren't right. And now it seems the reason why we do that is because we all have hearts. And so this is God's concern and why it matters so deeply to him. As I was further studying this, I found Ezekiel eleven nineteen, And this is God speaking about our hearts in this passage here. It says, And I will give them singleness of heart and put a new spirit within them. I will take away their stony, stubborn heart and give them a tender, responsive heart. Well, how? God wants to give us new hearts with holy thoughts, guys. He wants to have kind thoughts in our hearts. He actually wants to remove the evil things and replace them with the good. He wants to make our hearts able to respond to his Holy Spirit. So even though, yes, they do serve a purpose, they are still pumping blood through our bodies, they are also able now to pump godly thoughts and intentions through us. And that helps us and everyone around us. It's actually pretty cool what God can do with our hearts when we let him. So the question really becomes, do we want him to change our hearts? We may need a little bit more information to help us decide that. So if we look at 1 Timothy 1.5, it says, the purpose of my instruction is that all believers would be filled with love that comes from a pure heart a clear conscience, and genuine faith. So when we allow God to help our hearts, they become pure. And any guilt or bad feelings of things we've maybe done in the past, they kind of end up going away because our hearts become completely healed by God. Our conscience becomes clear, meaning we actually can go to bed at night feeling good about ourselves because we know we're living how God wants us to live. And the best part about that is we don't even have to do all of this work on our own, guys. (laughs) This is why I get so excited. Romans 8.27 says, And the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying. For the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. So what that scripture is telling us is that God's own Holy Spirit is going to help us do things in God's way. That's pretty cool because when we want God to change our hearts, we actually 
actually have God's help to do things the right way. We don't have to just try to get it all right on our own and hope and pray for the best. <laughs> you know, that would never work. <laughs> this is actually the most awesome part of God. His very own spirit is going to help our hearts all the days of our lives. Now, I don't know about you, but that seems pretty awesome to me. Like, I want a godly heart. I want to do things in a godly way. And I'm so happy that God is willing to help us and teach us how. We don't have to do it all alone. When I first became a mom, I was under some pretty rotten teachings about God. I did not understand or know the truth about God. I was believing all kinds of lies about Him. And if you can relate to anything like that, um, we do have a podcast series titled Truth Versus Lies, and that will help us break out of that mess completely. (laughs) So if you are struggling with things like that, you might want to go back to listen to that series. But at that time, since I was believing lies about God, I did not have God's love in my heart. I was actually a pretty mean mom. I mean, when my daughter was little, she used to get upset and cry and I would just yell. I really felt horrible, but I just did it anyway. I can't sit here and tell you why other than I did not have God in my heart. for sure. But one day specifically, I remember my daughter was really upset. I was just being completely mean to her. I didn't know why I was doing it. And I knew in that moment, I really needed God's help. And so I literally reached out to God and I just asked him to help me. And while I prayed to God that day, he actually showed me during this prayer of me calling out to him, asking for help, I saw the ugly, black, crusty, totally charred heart (laughs) with chains all around it. I mean, it was the ugliest thing. And I thought, oh my God, there is no hope at all. (laughs) There's no tool big enough to break the chains I'm seeing. And that heart is charred beyond. Like somebody left that on a grill way too long. There's no making that normal ever again. It was the dirtiest, ugliest thing I had ever seen in my entire life, hands down. And the worst part about it, guys, was I knew that that was my heart. (laughs) God was showing me what my heart literally looked like to him. Well, as you can imagine, I was crying. I'm like, oh my, this is hopeless. I'm, (laughs) I, you know, wow, it's all over for me. I don't even know where to go with this. Well, as I was crying, I then saw Jesus's hands come. He took those chains and he broke them. He broke all of them. My heart was still black and charred, but the chains were gone. And I heard our Lord tell me that he wanted to heal my heart. He wanted to heal me and my daughter's relationship too. And with Abby, it was going to take a bit, but he was willing to help me if I wanted him to. Well, of course, I fell to my knees begging him. I'm like, yeah, Jesus, please. I need your help. Clearly, I don't want this black, ugly heart. I don't want my kid to hate me. And I definitely don't want to be mean anymore. I don't know what is going on. But when I saw what my heart really 
they look like to God, it was disgusting. And God didn't, you know, he didn't come down and say, wow, your heart's total mess. Like, (laughs) no help for you. No, he showed me like this thing that looked beyond any repair. And he's telling me, I'm going to help you fix it. I'm like, wow. So all that being said, guys, this was like a very real experience with I had with Jesus. And all those scriptures we just read in the beginning of this podcast, he did every single one of them to my heart. He took out that black heart of stone and hatred. He took out the gossip, the bad words, all the bad things I had going on in my heart. He took every single one of them away and he replaced them with his love, with his compassion. He did give me a clear conscience. He truly did did heal my heart and it completely changed my life. And I want to let you know, like I have an amazing relationship with my daughter right now. I'm actually really kind to her and the kid likes me a lot. (laughs) So I just truly never thought that I would see that day come. I never did, guys, but I do see it today. I saw it yesterday, and I've seen it every day since I asked Jesus to help my heart. Man, he not only has helped it, but he's taken it far beyond what I ever dreamed it could be. And that's why I find these podcast series so important, because I'm not just sharing something that I think, guys. I'm not just sharing something that somebody told me. Like, I'm sharing with you very real personal experiences that I have had with our Lord Jesus. And I'm here to let you know that if he can save a wretch like me, (laughs) believe me, there's hope for anybody. And so I just wanted to leave us off with Ephesians 3, 14 through 19, because honestly, Miss Julie couldn't say it any better. And so I'm just going to read this to you. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with the power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray Pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Amen, guys. Thank you for listening to this podcast by Miss Julie. If you want more from Miss Julie, be sure to check out our website, ChristForKidsMinistries.org.